Yo. What up? What up? What is popping? What's going on, man? Oh, a lot of shit, man. A lot of shit. A lot of shit. shit. Some, good, some good sporting events, some yeah. good drinks. It was a week, man. Let's go. Welcome back, everybody, to the Carbon Footprint Podcast. He is Juan and I'm Sean. And every week, we get together, have a few drinks, talk about things going on in the world, try to focus on things making an impact, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. Welcome to episode 126. Oof. Hit him with the drink of the day. Listen, this is the uh, effing vodka pomegranate. Is that what we're calling it? Sure. It's <laughs> close enough. <laughs> I'm 50 11 of them men, so I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, this is delicious, man. I knew it. I tell you, every time you tell me you have the drink, I'm like, all right, let me get my insulin ready. And, let me get, and I know tomorrow is not going to be a productive day. <laughs> I think I'm going to take off tomorrow. You get, <laughs> I need to try to do the same, bro. But uh, yeah, man, this this thing is delicious, man. We did, a, what, a shot and a half of the effing vodka. Yep. You muddled. First, you took a quarter lime and you- Lemon. And, and, uh, oh, lemon. You lemon. took a quarter lemon. Yep. You took out the, the peel. Mm-hmm. And you muddled just the the uh, the actual lemon, the the pulp or whatever. You, I don't know yep. what that part's called. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. Um, the inside the of the lemon, brand, the inside of the lemon. Damn it! You took out the skin, and all that, muddled that with the mint. With the mint, threw in a shot and a half of the effing vodka, threw in a half a shot of orange liqueur, yep. and then uh, topped it off with some cran pomegranate juice. Yep, ocean spray. Ocean spray. And uh, yeah, this thing is delicious. And man. then this garnish thing. with the mint. And do it in the mint. And then you got to do the mint, man, because that hit of the mint with the garnish and the oof. That yeah, it's like that 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 smell that you get before mm-hmm. you take the drink is is amazing. So if you don't like mint, then then skip this one. But if you like mint, this one is this is good. It's banging. And one more time, we'll do a lemon, uh, uh, a quarter wedge of lemon, de-peeled, uh, just the skin, muddle that with mint, throw in a shot and a half of the oven vodka, throw in half a shot of orange liqueur, uh, fill it up with ice, top it off with some orange pomegranate ocean spray, and then uh, a mint clapped for the garnish. And uh, yeah, there you go, the effing vodka pomegranate. I think is what we was called or palm or whatever you just call it. you just you, you just renamed it yeah we renamed it yeah <laughs> something like that anyway <laughs> mix those things together try it i'll let me know shot it's, it's fire yeah that's <laughs> dope. pretty good that's dope yeah all right yo my carbon footprint of the week is going out to the u.s government national ignition facility okay in, okay that in, shit is long that shit is really long in cali uh so the u.s government just did something right um, these guys successful, successfully produced a nuclear fusion reaction, which resulted in a net energy gain. So um, in layman's terms, essentially, they created they were able to create nuclear fusion that was self-sustaining. So in the past, they've always had like sort of like a net loss. So essentially, all of the energy that would go into creating this. Um, it would always be less on the output. It would dissipate eventually. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then on this one, they actually got a net gain and it was self-sustaining. So what does this mean for, for, for us folks out here? So like, you know that we use, um, we use oil, we use coal energy, we use, um, obviously we have, we have, we have solar, we have wind, this, and we have uh, a nuclear. Yeah. Right. Which nuclear is probably like, I, I don't want to say the closest thing. Um, but it's the closest thing to be sort of self-sustaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is huge because it, it, it essentially would, 
like you could use almost like small amounts to power entire cities. Yeah. Have you seen uh, this? Showtime has a has a uh, a series. It's called The Man Who Fell to Earth. Mm-mm. It's really good if you get a chance to watch it. Um, and it's about nuclear fusion. So it's about it's about a guy that comes from another planet, and essentially creates nuclear fusion here because they've already done it. Where he's Wherever from. he's from. Okay. Um, but the the interesting part about the show is that the the powers that be on on Earth, the countries, right, like like the U.S., like people are sort of fighting for control of this because whoever has control of the energy, right, can runs the world a lot of shit, yeah. right? So 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 I mean, really exciting that 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 they were able to um, to produce this successfully. But now, once like once you're able to sort of mass produce this, then who owns it? It's, so, so it's huge that the U.S. did it first. Yeah, yeah, because we're not sort of controlled by a foreign government now. To right. This. Yeah, yeah. So it's huge that the U.S. did it first, but then you go, okay, so once that technology gets out, like you know, what does that, what does that mean? Um, are different countries sort of fighting over this? Um, are we not fighting over this? But you know, like greed, greed ru- rules uh, humankind. Dude, you might have just made the single best argument ever for learn for paying attention in class. Like the, <laughs> like you were mentioning that show and and how he was able to do this. And obviously, that's this is like a big deal. And I know this is gonna sound far fetched, but I think in our kids' world and our grandkids' world, it's not learning how to make like a fire. You know how they teach you that, and you're just like, I'll never need to know that. But what happens in a world where you are put on Mars or you are put on another planet? Or you, are, you know what I mean? Like those types of things like nuclear fusion. I feel like uh, like just think, hearing you say that, I'm like, oh, shit. These are the applications where one day like your survival on another or your, your the advancement of a species somewhere could right. depend on something that, you know, that's very common here. Yeah. Dude, this is like huge because like you said this is self-sustaining and you can uh, essentially power an entire whatever anything like like, you can duplicate this over and over and you said very little powers an entire town and essentially you don't have the need anymore for coal or for right um any oil whatever whatever you use power plants no yeah you just have these and they're dangerous like the the plants that sort of contain is like nuclear plants are extremely dangerous i think the uh, and but again so is oil so is coal so is all that stuff is and so you find a way to contain it and operate it safely, but it's it's life changing. Yeah. It's it's generational change. And like you said, it doesn't make you even for us. Like going back to your point about the the fact that we discovered it, it also takes away our dependence on other nations for our um, resources and stuff that we use to power. Right. If eventually, right. Right. Um, and and so if you could think about um, nuclear fusion is essentially what the sun uses to kind of power itself. And so this is what, and we talked about this before on here, where um, like, now I know we always mention Elon Musk on here, but he's a great example because he he has explained like kind of what it would take to create an atmosphere on Mars, and it was based around nuclear fusion. Where he's just like, well, essentially you just do, you just got, you have to be able to duplicate what happens on the sun, and it's just like now. You know, the, the, the U.S. government, which is not, um, you know, the government in general is is not the most efficient means of anything. Um, but they had the money and they had the means and they had the right people 
and they were able to figure this thing out. Again, it's very the very much the beginning, um, but time will tell. Yeah, man, what this and, becomes. And you said this will be impactful, man. It'll definitely uh, it'll reduce the carbon footprint of certain things, and it'll and increase, increase others. Others, man, for sure. Um, and yeah, man, I, I'm curious to see where this goes. Like you said, Elon is so nonchalant about like, yeah, you just have to create a mini like <laughs> nuclear or whatever. Yeah. Like it's just a mini like, sun. Yeah, and um. The fact that we did it, I think, is huge. Um, you're welcome, world, like everything else. <laughs> <laughs> America, baby. <laughs> All right, what you got? Listen, man, I had to go with, like, uh, uh, mine is Lionel Messi. Uh, Lionel Messi. Hey, 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 hey. let's go. <laughs> uh, and, dude, the GOAT, the uh, uh, greatest soccer player of all time, I think, uh, and listen, I'm a little biased because I'm a Barcelona fan, and obviously Messi spent the bulk of his career there. But statistically, he's past Ronaldo in most categories, and now he has the World Cup. And so I think it's pretty safe to say Ronaldo. That's all he was not missing, gonna, right? That's it. Dude, this guy, he's on side quest now, bro. This guy's beat every main part of the story in this video game yeah. he's playing, and now he's just knocking out side quests. Like, he's beat Ronaldo head-to-head for a Champions League. Okay. He's beat Neymar for a Copa America. He's now beat Mbappe, who's going to be considered probably one of the greatest of all time for a World Cup. Um, And then he has, I think he has four Champions League. He has like, I I don't want to get it wrong, something ridiculous, like 10 La Liga titles or something stupid, which is his, uh, his, um, his league, it's like seven. Is that like his, his Super Bowl? Yeah, the 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 Champions League, or or not? Sorry, not, the La Liga is the Spanish league that he plays for. It's like, so he plays okay. for the for like the 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 Spanish soccer, the biggest uh, uh, Spanish soccer. So and then you what you have is like the English Premier League. That's where like Manchester United and Chelsea and all that is. And you have La Liga. That's where like Real Madrid okay. and Barcelona and, and Atletico and all that stuff are. Um, and then you have like. Um, like the Italian Serie A, whatever, where they have like there. That's where like Ronaldo played for a little while too, for like Juventus. Anyway, those leagues are all like each country, like Bundesliga is so like they don't the German all play league. Each other? They do. That's what the Champions League is, but it's the top teams from all those teams go gotcha. to this thing called the Champions League. But then each one of those has a league in itself. So like Bundesliga is Germany, the Makes English sense. Premier League, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Anyway, so he's won the Spanish League, right, which is the one he plays in. He's won the Champions League four times, including head-to-head against Ronaldo. He's won the Copa America, which is the country's all in the Americas. Uh, for Argentina, he's beat Neymar head-to-head. Uh, you know, they, they Argentina beat Brazil for that not that long ago. Um and now he's beat Mbappe, who for many is considered like he's got next, right? Like he's, he's the he's guy. Definitely got Dude, next. this is like trying to explain is this is like this would be like a, a a Jordan or a Kobe playing LeBron, you know, like a prime LeBron and and and, and you know, like like Kobe beating him one last time on the way out, or on Jordan out, yep. beating him one last time on the way out. But on an even bigger with stage. with those guys not having previous championships. Correct. Like this is just no, but Mbappe has one. He won the last World Cup. No, I'm saying like the like like if uh Oh, if, like if Jordan, if Jordan never won. Yeah, yeah. Right. This is like Elway beating Brett Favre. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I guess yeah, that would yeah. be a better a better thing when Elway beat Brett Favre for his Ooh, first that, one. That, that's actually like, that's, really good. Like yeah. now that you said that, like that. that's yeah. Like that would be the the equivalent. Like young Brett Favre, Elway never won one. Like then he beats the young gun sort of no, the up and coming. Elway lost like what like yeah. oh my know, god two to four. Yeah. I don't know what the hell he lost. He won and then he finally beat Far right and yep. one, and then he beat Atlanta. I don't even know who the quarterback was. Like Chandler, Chandler. Yeah. Yep. And then so, anyway, but 
you get a Messi who I guess for many and I, I, I think it's inarguable at this point, the greatest soccer player of all time. Like statistically, as far as championships go, now he has a World Cup to his, I think it was the only thing he was missing in the trophy yeah. case was the World Cup. In what I think is the greatest championship game of all time in any sport ever. Like the stakes That says a lot, bro. Dude, I was thinking about this man as I was watching it, and I'm like, the sense of urgency, the stakes. Like from the 80th minute on, every second was like gut wrenching, nerve wrecking. Like every play mattered. Every dude, and Mbappe, like you know, we were talking before, Argentina dominated that game. And Mbappe rarely touched the ball. But even when Mbappe touched the ball, maybe like in the 20th minute, you were like, get it the fuck out of his head. Because he's so good. And no matter where he is on the field, for whatever reason, you feel like he can score because he's so fast and he's so strong and he's so big. And you're just like, get it out of his hands. Get it out of his hands. Get it out of his hands. And then at the, at the 80th that minute, guy? I don't, that's a good question. He can't man. be that big. Because he might not be that big, but soccer players are small. So right. he may so just look very huge. big for them. Yeah. But why you look that up? So I did see that um, this one had over three billion people watching. Um, Half the world. It yeah, almost. Um, which I believe the world now is at eight billion. But they said twenty eighteen was like the most. They had five ten. Oh wow! Which so is a giant not, in soccer, bro. <laughs> In 2018, there was 3.57 billion people watching. Worldwide. This one was over 3 billion. I don't believe it topped 2018. Oh, I thought it did top it. Did it? And, and what, what, I, what I read, what it, I think it they're still not, working on it, but it I could be, it did, right. It could be still cutting up the numbers. What I found to be really interesting, man, was that, um, first of all, in my house, all three of my sons, you know, got up early to, to watch this game. My wife left the house, and it was four of us in there. Um, we were all going for Argentina. We wanted to see Messi win one. And um, like you said, 80 minutes in, really total domination by Argentina. And then in a matter of a minute and 30-something seconds, they tie the game at two, um, you know, goes into the, like soccer's version of overtime and then penalty kicks and Dude, we were going nuts. We were loud. It was so. It was one of those. It was one of those uh, sporting events that I watched. That that it was just like, I'm gonna remember this forever. Oh my god, yeah, dude, it was just so, like, just nerve wracking. Like even the nervousness you felt for the players. Like, I, I, you know, and again, having uh, a French family and French friends, like they're gonna hate me for this. And I'm glad I didn't watch it with any of them because I was cheering so hard for Argentina. <laughs> and mainly because I wanted to see Messi just get his. Right. Uh, you know, France won it the last time. Mbappe has his. Yeah. And I don't think it's the last time. Dude, France has been in it the last seven World Cups. France has been in four of the finals. Oh, wow. So, there, listen, there's no coincidence. They have most of the black players that aren't <laughs> an African team. <laughs> Are they from Miami? <laughs> If a team is not from Africa, I think French has uh, the the France have uh, uh, the French have the most black players on a team that isn't from Morocco. Or any, but. Dude, that's when I'm watching it, I was like, "Oh, they're gonna win!" <laughs> like, what makes you say that? <laughs> They've got athletes. <laughs> I don't be like, dude. They are 
I don't think it'll be their last chance. Dude, they're missing five players who got hurt like the week leading up to the World Cup. Really? Who would all be starters in every other country. But not only that, like two of them are like all-time greats. Like Benzema, who just won the Ballon d'Or, is like... Uh, and Benzema's old. He's not a young dude, and he just won this award. Benzema played on Real Madrid with Ronaldo and stuff, so he was sort of overshadowed by Ronaldo. Benzema's a stud, and he was on... I think he got cut out of the last team that won the cup because of whatever. is some sex tape and all this other shit. But anyway, <laughs> but he was on the 2014. They let him, they let him back in. Yeah. <laughs> dude, but he was... he He's like... Uh, he's a stud. And then Pogba, Paul Pogba, who's a stud stud didn't play because they were hurt or whatever and then there's three other guys i can't remember their names on the top of my head but all just great players yeah. and you see like that's five guys who are missing from that french team who are like world class just top of the it's insane so that team is not and uh mbappe is 23 so he's nowhere near done man like, yeah so no yeah he's got two good world cups left in him he's got yep. you know barring any 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 injuries or anything like that but um they'll be back man and i, I so for me greatest championship of all time in any sport like the only like dude the goalie like can we talk about that save that the goalie made in the last 20 seconds he came out and i'm yelling no No! and then i'm like "Ah!" like, bro and immediately i thought of oh that's lebron blocking iguodala in the nba finals like that's how that's what that meant but i would raise it even it would be like iguodala doing that at the buzzard, like it would even raise that even better, like right. because that was that was with in stoppage time. I think that happened, and it yeah, was they like would have they would they would have won. I think they ended the game like maybe twenty seconds after that they blew the whistle. So it would be like it would be like Iguodala getting a fast break and LeBron blocking that at the buzzard. Literally right. would be what this would be. And so it was like the thing that I thought of when it happened. It was like wow, man, like and then. Just the sense of urgency, just the 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 nail biting, the like your pacing and just jumping and just like it was just so cool, dude. If it doesn't tell you, if if Messi doesn't have like, and obviously we like to talk about things making an impact, dude. Lionel Messi is now obviously he's influenced soccer. You know he sold a, a countless amount of jerseys. Like I don't know if you saw today the parade. They drew four million people in Buenos Aires. Four oh, million that's people. Insane. That's insane. That, that's the city of New York shows up for a World Cup parade. The he is now has the most likes on social media ever for his posts of post World Cup, like, you know, with the trophy or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like this guy is uh obviously a transcend sports and he's a global sort of phenom and all this stuff, but uh, it just I, I, it was just nuts, man. I've never seen anything like it. The spectacle was just nuts. Him winning it was just nuts. The game, it you know, seeing two greats like how often do two greats uh, live up to the hype in a head-to-head matchup? You know, like like I kept thinking of like I'm too old, man. But I, like like if I think about what would have been like uh, when Jordan played the Lakers in the finals, but what if Magic was still in his prime? Magic was still good. Or even if he was on his way out, but he was still good enough to get one. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that where I'm just like, man, that's what this was, man. This was like, this was, this was just, uh, um, man, again, like, like Kobe passing the torch to LeBron or, or Elway beating Brett Favre, who was the next, uh, you know. And I like that. I I, I actually thought that I was like, I was really rooting for, I'm not, I'm not a soccer fan, um, but I was really rooting for Messi to get his. But I also saw this as like a torch passing to Mbappe. Yeah. 
this dude was oh. phenomenal in the game. Sing, basically, single-handedly mm. kept France in the game and almost won it. For oh, absolutely. Bro, if the if that kick goes in at the end of the goal, he saves. It's over. It's over. And there was an opportunity that Mbappe had there towards the end, too, where you just go, man. And like you said, single-handedly, you go, Mbappe won them that game. Like, yeah. it's just nuts. Bro, and not, <laughs> dude, and, and not, so this doesn't get lost. They're also teammates. On on the oh, team, they right? are. Yeah, Messi and Mbappe play for PSG. So, oh, no idea. Next okay. week, they're showing up to the same locker room together, which is great. <laughs> hey, bro, bro think Mbappe about looks pissed at the end. Oh, he should. I mean, I, I get it. I do. I don't. You know. You know what? And and I go. I was like, the the one part of me was going, man, like don't be a sore loser, right? Like, but you go to be great. Like you almost have to be like you that. have to be pissy, bro. I think so. So here's like this is one of those games where you go, it sucks that there had to be a loser because nobody really lost, somebody won, right? Like that. That's how you want to look at these. But if you're the players and you're someone like Mbappe, this this is the shit that like sits with you. Yeah, think you stew because I think it's different, man. In the NBA Finals and and even like NFL playoffs or if I think of the World Series, you get another crack at it next year. This is every four years. Yeah. This is why I think like. Great because it's like every four years and then it ends on PKs. It ends with like every second drained off the clock. It ends with right. like every substitute you could possibly you know like And he did everything, like even oh including God. his PK. Right? Yeah, and Bobby He did makes that every and then his the rest of his team did, doesn't. Oh, if I'm him, I'm going into the locker room afterwards going, man, y'all lost. <laughs> you fucking losers. <laughs> Bro, you want to think about something? Mbappe, Neymar, and Messi are on the same team in France. Oh, wow. They all how on PSG? nuts is that, bro? Yeah, they're all on PSG. Like, how crazy That's gotta be nuts. is that? I'm pretty sure Neymar's still there. Let me look that up. But, like, dude, how crazy is that? They're all going next week to play on the same team that's, and someone has to defend that shit. Crazy, like, yeah. But, bro, you know what? Like, watching it with my sons was super memorable. And I, I know it'll be something that I kind of store in the back of my head of, like, yeah. what what is it? They all, no, no, Neymar's still there, too. So, yeah, so, so it's, still, it's Neymar, Messi, and Mbappe, yeah. Yep. I was saying that, um, you know, watching it with my sons and us just being, you know, like the best things about sports is like the you have the really big highs, you have the really big lows and then everything in between. Right. As we're watching this game and Argentina is like dominating and then um, France comes back and and ties the game. And then you're like, well, fuck, man, like, are they going to lose this? You know, so you get those those different emotions. But I was like, it brought me back to like. What are those? What are those moments in sports? Like this is definitely one of them. Like that was one I'm gonna, that I'm going to store back in my head and go like, remember when? Oh yeah. But oh, I was yeah. thinking like, like the the things that t- off the top of my head that came to me was like, um, Miami Heat over the Spurs in that that oh, game. The Ray Allen. The Ray game? Allen. Oh yeah. Right. It's one of those moments. And bro, that one. It, it's just moments. Where, but it's go, that like, moment though for me. Correct. I don't remember anything else about that game. Not the ser- not even the whole fucking series. Not even the series. I right? remember Ray I know, Allen hitting I, that shot. Right. I remember well I remember going I remember watching the game and, and I was in the living room. My kids was were, were 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 really young. They were sleeping. My wife was sleeping in the room and I was trying not to not to make noise. And when Ray and, and, and I remember going, Oh shit, that they, they, they're gonna lose. Like it's over. And then Ray Allen hits that shot. And I'm like trying not to scream. Oh my god, bro! Right, but those, but it's like, it's like those sporting moments where you remember exactly where you where you were. Music City, Music City Miracle. 
Was like, I know, oh yeah, I know for you, me, oh yeah, yeah. Bro, I, I remember, remember exactly where I was. I remember not only remember where I was. Like I was, I was. Uh, my my wife and I went to um, uh, Hilton Head. Oh, South, South Carolina. Carolina. Okay. Um, I was working for Disney at the time, I believe, and we used to get like a discount at the resorts. Disney has a resort over there, some like obscure resort that's that's pretty cool. It's still there, I think. Is yeah. it? Yeah. We went there, man. She's sleeping like on my lap, and I'm watching this game, and I had to like wake her up, like, "Oh my god, you have to watch this, <laughs> like the replay," because I'm watching this shit like unfold and just going like, "Oh my god, man!" Um, another one for me was like, uh, um, going to see my first Bears game, like in Chicago. Mm, okay, dude, we they played against the Vikings. And it was the and so let me just tell you the quarterback for the for the Chicago Bears was Chad Hutchison. Who's that? I can't even believe you remember that. Exactly. Yeah. So it was a year that they had like a whole like quarterback carousel going on. So we're there. They end up winning the game. They played the Vikings. It was the Dante Culpepper, Chris Carter, Randy, Randy Moss. Moss. Oh, it's um, early two thousand. Robert. Robert. What the hell? What the running back? Um, Robert. Shit, I can't remember his name. But they had a squad. Oh, trying to blank, yeah. It doesn't yeah, that, matter. That, that, that squad was stacked. It was crazy. And you said it was Cunningham or Culpepper? Culpepper. So early 2000s, so this is like yep, 05. Early 2000s. Okay. I don't remember. No, it wasn't 05, but I don't remember. It was It was definitely before I had kids, but it was definitely early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. You know, like Erlocker and Briggs and they, that defense. Oh, was, so the Bears already in, had Erlocker by that time? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, so they, had a, they had a good defense, but the offense was horrible. Yeah. But Typical ended, Bears team. <laughs> yep, yep. But ended up winning that game, and I was just like, man, like, like this is one of those things that I want to throw. Like this soccer uh, game was one of those games I'm gonna throw back, and and be able to relive that over and over, and with my sons. And we took video of us like celebrating and stuff, man. And it it, it was it was phenomenal, man. It was an awesome sporting event. Dude, it's so funny, man. You're saying that I was thinking about like what are mine. And um, so for me, definitely, obviously, Music City Miracle because I'm a Titans Absolutely. fan. And that same year, them coming up short, the 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 yard and the, the Super the, Bowl the or whatever. Yeah, the reach from yeah, Tyson or, yeah. or Mason. Sorry. Um, but then I have like, there's a bunch that stick with me. Uh, a Charlie Hay is catching that foul ball to win the World Series in '96 for the Yankees. The Yankees. I yep. cried. I think I was 10 yeah. years old. I cried when they oh, 10. Maybe maybe had no. I, I was 10. Uh, I think I cried when they caught that. Um, Bro, let me hit you up on that. So that for me, I was in the Marines. My boss, who was a gunnery sergeant, I think I was maybe like a Lance Corporal or something. My boss was from New York, but he was a Mets fan. He hated the Yankees. And he and he also spent a bunch of time in Atlanta. So he was a Braves fan as well. And that's the Braves were up 2-0 in that. That was when they go back. To, right, so like I had my boss, and then I had another dude that I worked with who were both. The other dude was from Georgia, both Braves fans, and they're like, then they're not leaving Atlanta, or right because it was like they they go back to over there two zero, yeah, have three games in Atlanta, and the first two weren't close, man. It, <laughs> it just looked, yeah, that's that John Smoltz, Greg Maddox mm-hmm. Atlanta team, like it was just, yeah, they were stacked. It was one more, Andrew they had Jones, three pitches, didn't they? they? had three pitches that were amazing, but then they had like, like Smoltz, Maddox who were like all time, and then they had Andrew Jones, and like that team was just, I think I had a young young Andrew Jones at that time. Who was the third pitcher? It was somebody Chipper Jones, I think, was on that team. Yep. Um, it was just. The stacked Atlanta team, man. Um, so I remember that, man, because I remember thinking it's over. 
And this is around the time where I'm really getting into sports. And the Yankees were like, I love the Yankees. Yeah. Like, yeah, when I was a kid, man, I loved the Yankees. And I grew up, obviously, across the bay, like, there, like, so, from, from New York. So, it was like, I, I was obsessed with the Yankees at this point in time. So, watching them win that was, like, I'll always remember that, man. Like, I it literally cried. Um when the Yankees won the World Series in 2009, my daughter was born like a few weeks before. Okay. And I, rem- and I remember watching them win that and the flip to Teixeira to get the out at the A because I'm holding my daughter and I'm like trying not to scream. And I'm like, oh! Like, I remember that. Like, middle of the night, they beat the Phillies. or like I, I So I remember that. Um, it, there's a few, man. I remember going, and we've spoken about this before. I remember going to my first uh, race at Daytona. Something I'll never forget. I, I always remember the the thing we went to um, live, which was the Mayweather fight. Like, oh, that's one I didn't think that, about that. Yeah, right. like, that one always sticks with me just because yep, yep. probably what, what arguably one of Mayweather's closest fights ever. Yep. You know, we just happened to be at that. And then, um, uh, man, I'm trying to think of any other ones that like stick with me. There was a Monday night football game a few years back between the, 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 um, I think it was the Chargers and the Chiefs. Or, or no, Chiefs and Rams. That one I really like, and I can't even remember who it was. But that's one where I'm like, holy shit! It was Monday night. It was in Mexico, and it they okay. just put on a spectacle. Really? And I remember like watching that going. Like, oh, I do. Holy fuck! Well, it was just like scoring. scoring oh yeah, scoring, yeah, yeah. Scoring. They each yes. put up like forty or 50 I remember or that. Something yes. crazy. Yeah, yes, yes. like that's one of those. Where I remember just being up in the middle of the night going, like you know, what? Like, it was like what is going what on? What is right going now? on? Yeah, like yeah. you ever watch sports by yourself and you look around and you're like, holy fuck! I wish somebody was here because <laughs> this is nuts. <laughs> And then the other one, man. I remember it's, that. It's, it's funny. I, I, there's two other fights that stick with me, and it was bus. Um, sorry, Mike Tyson beating Peter McNeely for whatever reason. I don't remember oh, why. Really? I think it was the amount of people we had. Like it was at a family thing, but also Ruiz knocking out Joshua. I remember watching that in the middle of the night here, like by myself, and I had it up, and I just happened to order the zone or something that day. I think it was on, and I was like, oh, I'll watch it. And you're fully expecting Joshua to just beat the shit out of Ruiz. And I remember watching it, and everyone's asleep, and I'm like, holy fuck! You know, like, just one of those, like, what is going on? Like, that was one. But this was just, bro, to wake up on a Sunday morning to this, like, before you get out of bed, you know what I'm saying? Like, this this was just nuts, man. And, and Lionel Messi, man, just... Yeah, shout out to you, man. Shout out, shout to, out to that guy. I don't know what else Maybe. he has to check off. Uh, Dude, he should just stop playing soccer. He forever. could, man. He's thirty four, and he said he's not done. He wants to keep playing for the national team. And I wonder if you know, man, you know, obviously there's four years to the next World Cup, right? And so there's a lot of yeah, you're national not, you're not events. Forty doing that, right? No, I would think not. He'll be thirty eight, thirty nine. Do you go? Depending on how Argentina looks, if you're him, if you're going, I don't got to do all the work. I'll just show up. You know, if are you LeBron at thirty seven with the Lakers, where you go, just put a squad around me. I'll show up for the playoffs or whatever. Like I don't know. Yeah, like know. maybe that's him, but dude, that guy, I think you know, obviously Ronaldo, tremendous player, but Lionel Messi, I think now has the I have a World Cup over him, and if you're looking at greatest of all time, statistically, just Lionel Messi is just yeah, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. I I think it it just solves that debate, man. The great dude. I don't know as a sports fan, man. If you go back and and look at this generation, and I wonder if maybe this is the recency bias of it all, but like I wonder if every generation feels this way. But I feel like, man, we got so lucky in some of these sports where we witnessed some of the greatest of all time play. Like, dude, and, and I know they're not popular sports, but if you think about tennis, we got to see Federer, Nadal. Uh, Djokovic all play at the same time three arguably of the greatest players ever in tennis like 
at the same time. And then you look at golf, where we got to see like a Mickelson and, and, and a Tiger. And you got to see Serena, Serena on the and, women's yeah, side. Yeah, Serena and Venus. And yeah, yeah you right. said uh, Sharapova. Like you got to see all these players where you're just like the greatest at their sports at the time. And then in soccer, man, we got Ronaldo and Messi, but we also got this generation now with Mbappe and Neymar. And then, uh, um, what's his name? I'm, I'm sure i blank now, man. But, like, even Harry Kane, great player. Uh, Brazil has a new player up and coming who's just phenomenal. But, you know, again, even just Neymar, or sorry, just uh, Ronaldo and Messi, like, you're looking at two of the greatest of all time. And so, and then you you think about where we lived through. We lived through MJ. We lived through LeBron. You know, obviously not together. But even if you look at LeBron, Kobe, I I'm like, man, we were so spoiled yeah, LeBron, in the generation. Kobe, I mean, yeah. even now with, with with Curry, and then I'm dude. Yeah, Steph Curry, who's gonna go down? You gotta put yeah, Steph Curry now in, 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 in the top now. ten now, right? Yes. You have to top five, Absolutely, top ten. You bro. have Absolutely. to put Steph Curry there. And I and I and listen, this is coming full disclosure from someone who I don't want to say I was a hate on Steph Curry, but I definitely didn't think Steph Curry was dominant. Um, you know, like as a single individual player. But absolutely, it it's hard to argue now. Yeah, he's absolutely that. And I go, Steph Curry, more influential than LeBron to the game of basketball. Because LeBron is like, if you look at LeBron, you're not built like him. But Steph Curry, if you have a scrawny kid who's 5'8", five, 5'7", five, five, you know, they can like aspire to be a Steph Curry. Like, absolutely. Hey, you can learn to shoot well. I can't learn to be 6'9", 250 pounds and just bull those dudes. And like, right. like obviously LeBron is just superior. Like, like his talent level is all time. Like you'll never see, or I shouldn't say never, but it's going to be difficult to see someone like LeBron who could defend all five yeah. positions, play all five positions. But Steph Curry, I would argue, would, is more influential than LeBron ever was yeah. in, in, in basketball. And dominant, man. Like, it's hard to argue. Like, Steph Curry's now, he's dropped 30 a quarter. Like, he's done it several times. Like, that's just bananas, man. And so you have to throw him into the discussion of the top five, six all time probably yeah. at this point. And, dude, and, and, and I love the, the, the young talent that's in the league right now. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like the league, like, once LeBron leaves, right, like, you're not going to be without superstars. No. You know, you have guys like Giannis. You got John Morant. You got uh, Luka. You know, you got uh, uh, Jokic. Is it Jokic? Yeah, Open, Jokic. Uh, and then, dude, you got uh, um, Greek Freak. You got, yes. Um, yeah, dude. It, it's Oh, you already said Giannis. Sorry. The Giannis, you said yeah. Giannis. Yeah, yeah. So you said Giannis, but Luka, I mean, John Morant. Yeah, it's, it's so, like, I, I love the way the league is, and I feel the same way about the NFL. Yeah, so I was looking at this really quick, man. So the um, if the playoffs started today in the NFL on the AFC, you get to see Josh Allen. You get to see um, who's the Patrick guy from the, Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Um, and then I, I'm drawing blanks, but the Ravens and the Chargers. Oh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, you get and to then see, um, the, yeah, the other guy's name. God, could come Chargers. Um, fuck, why am I drawing a blank on? Yeah, the, I don't know. yeah, yeah, but he's awesome again. Yeah, just let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Hold on. Yeah, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on the Chargers kid. Who I thought should have been the first pick, Justin Herbert. Draft. Justin Herbert. There you go. I thought he should have been taken over Tua, but. You also get a Dolphins team potentially that'll have a Tua, which I, I I'd still take Justin Herbert or Tua. But oh oh sorry, and the Dolphins are in too. Yeah, so, so, you, so you get so you get, you get Tua yeah. Herbert right. 
But I'm still not sold on Tua, but I would still. say the rest of those guys. Yeah, you still get – you said the league is in good hands. The league is in good that, – that, that's kind of my point, right, where you go like – you got the guys like 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 Tom Brady who's who's already way past his prime, um, still playing at a high level, but the team is not doing, not doing so well. Um, the guys like Aaron Rodgers, right, like these guys are kind of sunsetting. Yep. And and I'm just going like wow the 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 league is in good hands. Same thing with the NBA. They're yeah, because you like, just saw Breeze and you just saw Roethlisberger walk away. You yep. just saw like you said the league is in good hands because now you see the Mahomes, Herberts, Allens, yep. all the stuff of the world take over. Uh, yeah, I love it, man. I, Burrow to me is going to be an absolute. Stud. If he stays healthy, oh bro, yeah, if they, yeah, if they can protect this poor yes. kid, man, he is going to be just like he's going to be amazing and. You know, again, Jalen Hurts looks okay. Like, the Eagles are going to be fun to watch. Yep. I do think the Eagles are that team. Like, I don't know if you remember that um, Cam Newton Panthers team a few years back that lost the Super Bowl to the yes. Broncos. Um, th- this Eagles team reminds me of that. It's like they all got hot at a really good time. You got a cheap team because no one's old big contracts yet. You got that. So, I'm like, I feel like this Eagles team, like, this is their window. Like, they're not going to do this next year and moving forward because you're going to have to start paying people, which means you can't keep everybody. Right. But you just happen to luck out that there's a lot of people on rookie deals and all that stuff. But they're fun as shit to watch, man. And and, and Jalen Hurts, listen, I didn't think Jalen Hurts was an NFL quarterback. I've seen Jalen Hurts now a couple times this year, and I go, nah, he's got it. Like, he'll oh, be fine. absolutely, Like, he won't be bro. this level, I don't think, but he's going to be good enough. So, like, I don't think he's going to be putting up stats like he did this year. Like, I just don't think that's sustainable. I think now you're going to give seven, eight months of people on the offseason to get tape and get the stuff. You're not going to be able to keep that team around you. Like, you can't keep Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. Like, it's not going to happen, right? So, you're going to get another year of that and all that. But then you can't keep that defense together. You're not going to keep that old line. Like, you're going to have to start paying people. Even Jalen Hurts is not making a lot of money right now, right? So, it uh, unfortunately, the economics are going to catch up to you. But... I think Jalen Hurts is an NFL quarterback, and I did not think that at all when he joined the league. But now I've dude. seen him made enough throws where I'm like, nah, kid's got it. Yeah. Like, he's good. And that dude has to have a chip on his shoulder. Oh, right? absolutely. Being, yeah. and, and for those of you who, I mean, I, and I think a lot of, a lot, a lot of at least the, uh, the, the, the male folks that listen to this show, um, you've seen this guy in college. He was, a, he was in Alabama. He was a starter. He gets benched for Tua. Tua comes back, wins the national championship, right? He transfers out to Oklahoma. Does well, but doesn't really doesn't win any championships or anything. No. Um, is not a high draft pick. Nope. Eagles pick him up, man. And and this dude, like I said, he's gotta have a chip on his shoulder. But even on the NFC side, so you got you got him, you got um uh Kirk Cousin. Yeah. The 49ers look amazing. I don't know. name Purdy, with, with, yeah, who with, was with the last Purdy, pick yeah. of the draft. That defense looks scary. Bro. Oh my god, yeah, man. And if, then this kid Purdy, listen, I don't know what his future looks put up like. Twenty one, but yeah, that's all. Yeah, right. You get a team like this, it's like, dude, just hand the ball off and don't throw picks and put up twenty one. But I will say, this kid, I don't know what his future looks like, but I can't teach you to not be rattled. And yes. he doesn't look and rattled. He doesn't look rattled. And he looks comfortable. Yes. And I can't teach you that, man. I can teach you to read defenses. I can teach you the, the timing and you can practice that. I can't teach you to have that calm as demeanor. And even, dude, I was after his first start when they when they interviewed him yeah. and he wasn't super high. I'm like, all right, this kid's gonna be okay. Like, I can't teach you that. I can't teach you to have that composure. 
that this kid had. And I'm like, all right, you're going to be fine, man. Like, like you're not too high. You're not too low. You're not celebrating your win. You know, like you just won the Super Bowl. He had every right to after his first start. And you beat Tom Brady and you put up that. Like, you blow him out. You don't just beat him. You blow out Tom Brady. And you do that like, bro, I'd have been sitting there crip walking. I'd have been wilding out. <laughs> and this guy was like, he was so calm, so cool, like, I can't teach you that. So that in itself told me, like, all right, kid, you're gonna be fine because athletically, we know most of these guys are gonna are, can can get there, yeah. but mentally, can you get past those hurdles? And that's the hardest hurdle I think for people to like turn is like that mental aspect. And just watching him even interview and how he just seemed so even keel, and it didn't seem forced. It was just like his natural demeanor of just like, yep, yeah, no, we did. Yeah, I love my team. But yeah, like, I'm like, it's boring. It's not what you want to hear as a fan, but you go, it's what I want to hear from my quarterback if, right. if I am a fan. Yeah. My leader. Yep, exactly. It's what, yeah, the leader of my team should be composed at all times, no matter what. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, the league is in great hands, man. Absolutely. Justin man. Fields, and, and don't even, leave your boy out, man. Justin Fields. Yeah, look, no, he's looking, he's looking great, but, but, but I can't give him too much credit because we only got three wins. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it. But they're fun to watch, bro. They're fun to watch, man, and I would say even even, even with the teams that are quote unquote bad, Jameis Winston is a fun watch when because he's gonna air it out and he's gonna do that like he's gonna try like Jameis Winston ain't, ain't sitting there and gonna hand off he's gonna throw a lot of picks but so did Brett Favre and he's gonna do, you know like Jameis Winston is gonna yep. be a fun watch. Um, the Giants seem like they have their guy in in in. Uh, yeah, I wonder. Yeah. I want to see. I, I wasn't convinced over, until this year. Like this year, I'm like, okay, they look fine. I didn't think Daniel Jones was the answer, but who knows, man? Like, could be worse. So yeah, like you said, man, the league is in such good hands, and I'm always worried about. Like, obviously, as a fan, when you watch like this handover, um, and I think this is the first time for me that I'm like, I, I did see a handover in the NBA. But I was too young, I think, to like appreciate that. Like I saw, I saw the NBA hand over like Olajuwon and Jordan and Stockton and Malone and Gary Payton and, the, and Barkley and all these guys. But I was so young, right? Like, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a top fifty of all time, right? Like every all these players, like, and, and but I think I was too young to appreciate it. And so now I'm officially but at now the age you're... where I've seen the generation start and finish. Yeah. Like I didn't see the start for those guys, right? I saw the finish. And so now I'm watching that. And so I think for me as a sports fan, the appreciation hits differently because I'm, I'm nervous. I'm going like, oh, man, but it was so fun to watch this guy. And it was so fun to watch this guy. But like you said, I'm watching these young kids and I'm going, oh, man, this is going to be, especially in the NFL. It's so fun, man. And in the NBA, which I'm a, you know, like I, 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 I to me, LeBron just made the league for the last few years and yeah. the Warriors did and all that. But the new talent, man, I go, man, so be able to watch Giannis and Luca and John Morant and all that battle it out for the yeah, next Trae few years. Trey Young. Yeah, Trey Young. And whoever emerges, Jason Tatum. Like, oh, yeah. Just to see who emerges from this, like, uh, uh, pool now and sort of asserts their dominance. And then who's the draft pick from next year? Like, what does Zion, does Zion stay healthy and just become a dominant? You know, like, NBA to me, I go, okay, as much as I love LeBron when he sets off, it's so interesting right now to see. Yeah, it, it's so wow. cool, so good. All right, man. We got we went really long. On Dude, that. we went really long, man. <laughs> that, that, that's all right, man. Um, um, just to circle back, Messi. The carbon footprint was for Messi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In conclusion, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> In conclusion, Messi's the greatest. Messi's yeah. the greatest soccer player of all time. All time. And uh, would you say greatest male athlete of all time? No, I think that's a that's a conversation up there now too that you got to put them with like because I go back to. Like, I want to see. So I, I would love to see soccer evolve to have like, and and I'm I'm, I'm obviously biased here, mm 
I want to I want to have Americans care about soccer. Yeah. Because I want the kids. I want the the six five dude from Miami to play soccer and dominate. Yeah, the best athletes in the world don't play soccer generally. Like, especially and in America, and I'm sorry, that shit matters yeah, because we're, we're the best probably at every other sport that's not soccer. Like, yeah, our best kids don't play. Our best athletes don't play. You can you imagine, the, the, like, LeBron and, like, uh, uh, Steph Curry playing soccer? Dude, I sent you that that clip of yeah, that guy, right? It's when nuts, he, he basically puts a he, – he, uh, there was a guy on Instagram. I forget his name. But he basically puts, like, um, our best athletes as – Soccer um, player positions. As soccer players positions, yeah. yeah. And, and it's just like, oh, you know, this person at this, this person at that, goalie. You know, again, I don't know all the positions. Think, but... Yeah, like LeBron at goalie. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> and you're just like, yeah, I can't argue with that. And you're just like, and obviously, you know, these guys got to learn new sports and new positions. But again, our best athletes don't play soccer. Right. Right. Like, like uh, what was it? Like, so I want to see that. Yeah, yeah. Our, our, our elitist kids from like the suburban Colorado play soccer like yeah. we don't have you know I, don't honestly, worry uh dion's gonna change all that yeah <laughs> for real and actually oddly enough a lot of kids from jersey play soccer but yeah. the burbs in jersey right you're not even getting like nork you're getting like you know alpine and you're getting like the, the the suburbs in new jersey where a lot of these kids from the from the um the the national team end up from new jersey i think there's yeah. like three or four kids on the national team from new jersey but they're all from like the burbs in Jersey, right? You ain't getting no Jersey City kids in there, no North kids, no Patterson, New Jersey kids. You know, like you're yeah, getting the kids from the burbs. They don't care. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's uh, okay. It's a borderline elitist sport in America. And it's it's weird, man, because it is like you just need you a just ball. need a ball, a ball. That's it. It's the che- which is it's why the, the world plays it, right? Because right. it's the cheapest. Like the 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 it has the the um the smallest barrier to entry of any other sport. It's like the least. Uh, uh, the least cost. So it, yeah, it's odd that we don't um, because even in our poor communities, right? We have basketball courts and football fields and yep. all that stuff. So it's odd that um, soccer isn't big. But if America ever cared about soccer, we'd crush everybody. Like I'm convinced of that. But uh, until that, then, yeah, that remains to be seen. Shout man. out Blue. to Lionel Messi and uh, just finally getting his um, his World Cup. And um, yeah, what 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 an awesome uh, achievement! And his his um, stats and his like accolades are too just too long the to list, man. How many times he's won the the Ballon d'Oro and and it's it's insane. And, and the, again, the Champions League, I'm pretty sure it's like four times. The, the La Liga, it's either seven or ten. It's he's got a bunch of Copa America. He's got one. Now he's got the World Cup. Like I, I it's the list is just obnoxious at this point in time of the achievements in soccer. There's nothing left, literally. So did, did we just go 45 minutes on our carbon footprint? Yeah, I think so, man. <laughs> well, I, yeah, we're living up to the hence hype. the name of the show. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> we sure are, bro. Yo, you, you ever bullied as a kid? Um, was I bullied? I'm trying to think. Cause you know now, not, like these you know kids what? gotta worry about like cyberbullying. Not, not for long, man. Cause I had an older sister. Okay, they used to like to scrap. Same, bro. <laughs> <laughs> same, bro. Same. But this um, this, this little girl, man. Uh, I say little girl, but I I don't know her age. But she found out that uh, she was she she was being bullied online for a while for a few months. Oh, okay. And then, uh, also, did they say like uh, just the people were talking shit to her, okay. calling her ugly, doing all this shit online, like, and um, so Lakari, um, hold on, I'm trying to get her name for you. So this was in Mount Pleasant, which okay. I believe is in New Jersey. So speaking of Jersey, um, she uh, 
Okay, that was one of the girl. But anyway, I don't have the girl's name. But so the girl finds out who her bully is, which is the the big part here. Okay. That I'm trying to say, and uh, turns out the bully the whole time was her mom. Her mom was logging in anonymously and bullying her ass online. Uh, so her mom's 42 year old trying uh, to fucking toughen her up, Kendra Lakari. <laughs> I guess so, <laughs> bullying the shit out of her daughter online. <laughs> you know what, bro? Listen, I'm gonna just call it right now. Yo, bullying pushes you to do some shit, though. Like, you know, like, you won't go out on that mission to lose weight if people don't call you fat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bro, Latino, that's why you have no Latinos who, like, complain about bullying. Yo, our whole family, your nickname is based around, like, the most insecure thing in your life. Oh, that's true, Dude, Latinos Bro. will call you Flaco or Flaco or Yeah, 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 yeah. So by the time you get to school, somebody's like, you a fat ass. You're like, yeah, bro, they've been calling me that since I was Next. <laughs> you're like... Like that's why we that's why we're not that sensitive. Like when it's like, oh you crooked teeth, you're like, Yeah, my family's been calling me like Diente de Mierda forever. <laughs> like the fuck I care. You call you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, we we bully, we build in like we, into our character. Like we automatically just go with that shit. And I feel like the world could benefit from a little more bullying, bro. Nothing bro, nothing motivates you more than a little bit of peer yeah. pressure. Going like, yo. Yo. Your fashion sucks, right? And you might read a couple magazines. I'm just saying. So Yo, when I was a kid, there was there was this girl around the block that used to have something was wrong with her with her foot or something, and, <laughs> and they used to call. I'm, and I'm probably gonna fucked up fuck up the, the translation here, but it was Maria con la pata pudrida. <laughs> no, that's exactly what they. For those that don't know. That means Maria with the rotten the rot- <laughs> on the rotten foot, but it rhymes in Spanish. Oh shit, that's so funny, bro. But <laughs> I bet you she was trying to straighten her foot out, but <laughs> bro, that shit works, bro. <laughs> that shit works, man. Like somebody told you something, and you go like, "Man, maybe I do need to make some different lifestyle choices." <laughs> Did I remember one time, man? I had a um, my my cousin. Uh, he was about two years younger than me. And, and and he was not like a tough kid at all. And he was gonna he was bullying some kid, some little fat kid. And um I came outside and he goes, Sean, come over here. I'm gonna show you let me, let me show you this. Like I'm 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 punking so and so, right? Whoever it is. And I don't even remember I don't even remember the guy's name. Even then I I was like, Who is this kid? So I go over and I see the kid who he's trying to punk. Or has been punking. But he goes over and he's like, watch this. And and he goes, you know, he's like threatening the kid, like he's gonna beat him up, and he's doing the whole jerk shit, like I'm gonna like I'm gonna punch you, right? Fat kid just knuckles him up. <laughs> he done had enough that yeah, day. No, bro. Oh. And I was like, yo. I mean, thinking back now, I go, yo, that hopefully for that kid, that was because it was funny. Was after he knuckled them up real quick, he looks up at me because I'm older than them, Oof. and he goes, "Sean, I told him to leave me alone." <laughs> yeah, like he making sure you're not about to yep. jump in. Uh, and I'm like, and, and I, I felt bad for the kid. And I was like, I'm like, you good, bro? Yeah, you <sighs> took my cousin away and washed them up, dude. 
I had a similar scenario. Yeah. And I was on the bad end of this shit, man. I, uh, my uncle, man, who I'm really, my yeah, we talked about this before. My uncle's like dad to me growing yeah. up. Right? This shit. And my uncle once picks me up. He had a neighbor, a kid that lived upstairs from him in Jersey. And uh, his neighbors uh, were like my age. Anyway, he picks me up one day like, yo, let's, let's play football. Like in the park, I got those kids. They got a bunch of their friends, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he knew like I was always down to like do stuff. So he takes us to the park and we all play like a flag football game kind of thing or two-hand touch. And a couple of us there. Anyway, uh, one of the kids, like this fat kid, uh, clearly way bigger than me, man. And um, he st- he does something, bro. It's not even that big of a deal. I can't even remember what it was. But I'm thinking, like, I'm about to be tough and I'm about to fuck this kid up because he, he got, like, whatever. Right. He got, like, rough during the game or whatever, blah, 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 blah. So I punched this kid. And I'm proud as shit, right? Like, I punched this kid. And I hit him again. The kid starts crying. And I'm talking shit, blah, blah, blah. And in my mind, I'm thinking, yo, my uncle's about to be dumb proud. Like, I just punched this kid. Blah, blah, blah. Right. I look over at my uncle and he's livid, bro. Like, livid. Really? Oh, my God, livid, bro. And I've never felt so shitty in my life because I admired my uncle so much and I yeah. wanted him to be like, oh, you know, I'm thinking I'm going to get high-fived and shit. Right, right, right. And carried out, you know, like, <laughs> and my uncle. Like a fucking Super Bowl yeah. oh, winning yeah, bro. coach. Yep. I, that's, bro, I couldn't imagine it any other way. And I, I, I hit this kid, whatever, shit goes down. My uncle, uh, uh, he stops the game. We pack it up. He drives. It's an awkward drive back to the house. Whatever we drop, the kids live, and this is like a you know one of those like multi-family houses that yep. you know maybe it's like three or four families that live in the same house. These kids go upstairs. They go to the house. Like whatever. He's mad, and my uncle just lets me have it, bro. Basically, like you know, and and, and I'm shocked because I'm thinking he's gonna be proud of me. Right, I'm so right, happy right. I admire my uncle so much, man. And he just reams me, and basically kind of like. Just because you can doesn't mean you should, and you shouldn't prey on people that are weaker than you, and blah, 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 even though that kid was bigger. Bro, just rips me, man, and to this day, that shit eats me, man, and he's like, you know, and and I think one of the things that he was like, this kid was way bigger than me, man. Again, he was a fat kid, he was other stuff, and he was basically like, I, I think one of the things that he drilled into me was like, you... Just because you could and you knew you could and all that stuff doesn't mean you should. Like, you took advantage of the situation. It doesn't make you tough. You're a punk for doing that. Like, oh, bro. Sure. And and then kind of like, yo, I also. Just I, flipped the whole shit oh, on you. The whole thing, bro. He made me think completely different. And then it's like, yo. And again, I'm not thinking about this. I'm not an adult. I picked these kids up to take them for a good time. I got to go tell their mom now that my fucking nephew punched them in the face and blah, blah, blah. Like, the disrespect. Right, the right. Dude, just lets me have it. I've never felt shit to this day. That shit comes up, bro. You still apologize, and I'm still apologizing, to him, bro. <laughs> I still feel like shit, but it gave me like this. It was humbling, bro, because I'm like, at the time for me coming from a space where I I was bullied a lot and yeah, beat man. up, and then I, I I think you know in my mind building up the courage to like, oh, do this, I'm gonna hit this guy. It was just like, yeah, but are you really like, yeah, he was bigger than you and yada yada, but you knew you could beat him up, so like, fuck, you, like you're just a punk, like you just took advantage. Of, like he right. just fucking ripped me, bro, and I I I never recovered from that shit, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so bullying does good, bro. There's a lesson to be learned on either side. <laughs> Yo, for real, man. So I admire this mom for bullying her daughter for months. <laughs> yeah, but the mom is like being That's charged now, fu- I think, bro, for something. Yeah, yeah, dude, they arrested the mom. For catfishing two, well, because she did it to two teens. Just one of them just happened to be her daughter, but the other one was another random teen. I think one of the daughter's friends or some shit like that. It's a wild story, man. Um, and her mom happens to coach the basketball team at the school, and I, but I think her daughter was on too. Shit. Oh, bro, it's it's so funny. It's so wild, man. I'm like, can you imagine that shit, dude? Dude, well, let me hit you up on this, man. You know the you know the whole metaverse shit. Yeah. 
right? So for those of you who don't know, Metaverse is basically like a virtual reality world um, led by uh, Meta, which is uh, Facebook. Facebook, yep. So there's a country in the Pacific Ocean, and it's the nation of tu- Tuvalu? I don't know what that is. T-U-V-A-L-U. It's actually a small island. Okay. So because of global warming, essentially, and the melting of glaciers, the ocean levels are rising, which means that there's going to be less land. And this country already knows that if things continue the way they are, the island will be underwater at some point. So what they've done is they've replicated how the island looks now in the metaverse. Okay. And I think the idea of it is that they're going to allow like this thing to fully function as a sovereign nation in the metaverse. What? That's the idea. Okay. They're like we're trying to preserve not only the way that our country looks, but also our culture and everything else. And we want to continue to operate as a sovereign nation, even if we're underwater. Now, I don't know how that would work. Yeah, it would be a first of its kind, right? Right, it'd be first of its kind. And, like, you have to live somewhere. Like, yeah, like, where are you living and then being able to operate as a sovereign nation? And then what does this open up? I don't right? Know, you seen Black Panther? I have. The new one? The new one. Yeah. Yeah, they live on the water. <laughs> 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 it'd be those people the Mexicans dude but I was looking at that and going like I don't know how you would operate as a sovereign nation if you have to live elsewhere we taking this work from home shit way too far bro no, for real. <laughs> we citizens from home now no matter where you right? are no matter where you are yeah that's interesting man because like even for Florida they say the same thing is gonna happen I think in our lifetime like half of Florida is, right? is supposed to be underwater yeah I mean I don't know who to believe I mean, anymore right. but like yeah they've been saying that actually one of my theses in college was like it was aerial shots from Google Earth of what Coco. Do you know the bridge going from, uh, from Merritt Island, like Coco Beach? Yep. Like the, the bridge is underwater. That's how oh, high sure. the water level is supposed to rise. But I think it was like at that time, it was within 20 years, which we're close. We're like you know, less than a decade away from that whenever okay. I wrote that paper. But anyway, yeah, dude, that's like uncharted territory because like now it goes like, what is a nation? Do you have to rewrite the whole idea? Like, correct? It, is it a group of people? Is it a piece of land? Is it like, right. yeah? And if you live, like, let's say if you're part of this country, if you live in the U.S., but you're trying to operate under the laws of another country, I mean, I don't it's know, not gonna it's fly. Like, I don't it's gonna not gonna fly, fly in the old world, right? Like. I don't know. Right. So then what is like what does a new world look like? Who knows? Dude, because can you fast forward a hundred years and you go, it's everything like that and you just identify as you know, whatever. So does that mean if, if you're in if you're with a vape pipe in Russia but you're a US citizen, you don't have to follow those you rules. You don't have to follow those rules, bro, because you identify right as a US citizen. You just happen to be sitting in Russia. Right. I don't know. That, that's, that's gonna be fascinating nuts. bro it is. and then is it do you separate online behavior from in-person behavior 
like in public spaces oh, versus right. like your home is your home sovereign land. You know, I don't know. Like it's weird. They like, shit sounds too crazy. I haven't had enough weed for that. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's crazy, bro. You know what's another trend right now though with people identifying this shit? Have you seen this whole thing with the disabled? Uh no. Uh so people are calling it transabled and they're essentially hold on, hold on. transabled? Transabled. Does that mean that you are like you're like not disabled, but you you identify, you identify disabled. as disabled, and then you start acting as such, bro? So some people are like putting themselves in wheelchairs. Some people are getting surgeries. Some people are self amputating or getting illegal surgeries in other countries due to believing to the fact that they were born to be disabled, but they're not. And so, oh, very similar to like I was, you know, I'm, I was born a man, but I believe I'm a, I was, I should have been a woman. Correct. Wow. And so some of them go, I can't afford to do the surgery, but I believe that I should have been born without legs or as a paraplegic. And they'll put themselves in wheelchairs and expect you. Fuck, man. What's the but what's the point? Dude. We have it so easy. I'm trying to tell you, man. Life is so That's it easy. Right there, bro. We have to create conflict, bro. Like. I'm convinced that our life is so easy that we have to create conflict. Like, dude, you ever, you ever work somewhere and like someone like something that isn't a problem suddenly becomes a problem, but you realize is that like, I don't know, let's say you have a shitty employee, yep. but that person you're like, man, but three months ago they were really good. Like, I don't know what happened, but if you stop and think about it three months ago, you had another person who was the shitty employee and they're no longer there. And then what will happen is, is that it's just, it just it just like the mag, like the scope on this employee just gets bigger, right? The magnification, right, right, this, right. this weed just sticks out more because the other weed's gone, right? And so you just focus on what the next problem is, or what the next weed is, or what the next like. I feel like that's what happens here, where people who have their life so good, or certain people just have it so good, like you don't have many complaints. Like you see this a lot with people who like don't have kids and aren't married, and like. Uh, uh, you ever you ever talk to like the younger kids at work and they tell you like the shit that that's wrong with like how what their bad day look like you know like yeah. somebody used the wrong yeah. highlighter on nope. their file or whatever <laughs> yeah and you're like what like and, and you know you try not to compare sufferings but you're like I would trade my bad day with yours right now like I would trade my bad day for your bad year right now like yeah like it, it, I think it's just it's all a magnification of what your life is right like or or like uh it's your wow. reality and so like I we think it's too easy have, here, we bro. definitely do have it yeah easy. we definitely do have it easy and 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 like you said you do I, I think that when you have it easy you just like I don't want to say I mean you 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 put it as create conflict. I think that you you find shit that needs or that quote unquote needs to be corrected. Yeah, it's like you know how this like like if you if you meet someone, if you look for bad qualities, you're going to find them, but yep. if you look for good qualities, you're going to find them. I just think that like when life is this comfortable, um you get these uh, I think you get more of these scenarios where people are just creating yep. this sort of like you find what's wrong, quote unquote, or you have too much time to stew and think of like Oh, I must. I I I don't feel like I should have had legs. It's like who the fuck thinks that? You know who doesn't think that, bro? Yeah, some some kid in Somalia who wants a sandwich. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> or wants his legs back. Yeah, who wants? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Dan doesn't think that. <laughs> but you ain't got like, no legs, Lieutenant <laughs> Dan. <laughs> It's fucking Dan just want his sea legs. It's 
crazy to me that you can have people to think this. But I go, yo, I get it, man. Like I go, dude, it's no different than our kids. Like you know, you have you you know, like our kids are like I wouldn't say spoiled, but they're sort no, of no, entitled yeah, no, to no, a different. They're, yeah, they're definitely they're yeah. entitled. They're a little spoiled. And yeah. you ever hear your kids complaints and you like, hey, motherfucker, if I had your problems <laughs> at your age or even like now, you know, like you just go like, how is that a problem to you? And you sort of gotta empathize because you go, okay, it is. In the grand scheme of things, and give, and if I put your it's all life perspective, it really is right. Like if I put your life in this snow globe, like I can see why that's the biggest thing in your life right now. Right. But in reality, like if you have perspective, you just go, bro, that shit's not really a problem. It's just that everything else is so good that the one quote unquote inconvenience is always sort of magnified. Yeah. It's just crazy, man. And now to the point where we start finding conveniences to be inconvenience. <laughs> Like, yo, it's so true. It's bro. crazy, man. But I was, I was watching this shit. I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me, man. I went down this rabbit hole and I was just getting like significantly more pissed. And I was like, yeah, fuck these people. <laughs> like, All right, man. In in the spirit, I know we getting we getting about it. We bought about at, at the uh, at the hour, the hour mark. Yep. In the spirit of Christmas, oof. You hit me up with a with a story of a nativity scene arrest. Yeah. Talk to me about that. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know if you heard about this. This was uh, a few weeks back. Um, somebody was walking by a nativity scene. I'm going to pull up his story right here. Um, and he got uh, a little inspired. I think he was in the holiday spirit. And so this um, is like a nativity scene in front of someone's house? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In front of so like house. Christmas decorations? Yes. Okay. So someone had the nativity scene set up in front of their house. Uh, I want to find the full story here because I don't want to get it wrong because uh, it's an important story. But uh, I'm going to end the par- paraphrasing here because I can't find it. Yeah, I'm going to end the paraphrasing. So anyway. Uh, if you read it, we'll go with you. We'll go with your version. Yeah, yeah you just got to gotta believe me when I tell you this is what happened. Uh, here, let me do one more search here because I had it and now it's gone. Um. Because it's a pretty wild story, man. Okay, here it is. Bam. Okay. And actually, it's funny because I got two things. This is a Florida man as well. So this guy, he's been arre- he was arrested because um, he had uh, he went by a nativity scene, but it wasn't just a nativity scene. He saw a dog in front of the nativity scene, and he felt the urge to have sex with said dog, and he damaged the nativity scene. <laughs> And so he was arrested for damaging the church nativity scene. So it was one in front of a church that this was This is here in Florida? Yeah. It had Yo, to be. You know Florida got the wildest people, bro. It's too fucking <laughs> nice here. I'm trying to tell you, bro. The sun's always shining. It's never cold. It's, saying it's too comfortable, bro. Rains. Even, yeah. when, even when it rains, it's not for long. No. And even in the summer, it's like, okay, if that's your worst complaint, like, fine. Like, we got it too good here, bro. So he, okay, so. He fucked the dog <laughs> on a nativity scene. He fucked up the nativity scene. Like. I'm actually pulling up the article here. Yeah. Florida man busted for public sex with dog wrecking church. Is it? He did that in a church. Yeah. Is it church nativity? The church nativity scene software ah. set up. <laughs> you know, you know what's wild, bro, is that the headline there isn't even he fucked the dog. The headline is he fucked up the nativity. In <laughs> <laughs> Florida, they're like, yeah, yeah. The sex with the dog is secondary. The dog is secondary. <laughs> French, bro. Like, yeah, that's the misdemeanor. What he really did wrong was he fucked up the nativity scene. Oh, man. But in Florida, so Florida man is at it again. Uh, there was another story where this guy, bro, his wife asked him to help uh make dinner, 
And um, for some people, that might seem like a reasonable request. To the Florida man, that is most definitely not. So he beat her with a Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> and he got arrested. I just pulled up the guy's picture. Ah! <laughs> For those of y'all on YouTube, people. Bro, he, ah! <laughs> he looked like Santa in rehab. <laughs> <laughs> He looked like crackhead Chris Kringle, bro. <laughs> oh my God, bro! What is it? Richard uh, Atchison? Yeah, dude. Arrested and charged after allegedly throwing a Christmas tree at his wife. I'm not saying that I could. Lake County, the Florida. Lake County. That's right down the street, bro. <laughs> all I'm saying is this man was probably working hard all day. Probably got home. Uh. You know, I don't know what you do in Lake County. You probably uh, where uh, is Lake County? Lake County's like, um, fuck, man. Where is that? Okeechobee over I there? Don't know. Um, no, that Okeechobee County is. Isn't that close to here? No, I'm thinking of Polk County. Let's see. What's Lake County? Oh no, it's close to here. It, okay. What's a city? It's in Lake like County? Eustis, Leesburg. Okay, so not much. To Mount do. Dora. All right, so you're doing a shitty job Cla in Lake Claremont. County. Claremont is yeah okay so you're not yeah it's it's you're having a shitty day you already live in Lake County okay so he's probably like fucking plumbing or he's driving a school bus or whatever he's doing like he's not he's, he's probably tired it's a honest day's work he's exhausted and his wife gonna go out and say help me out make dinner and he's probably livid I'm not saying you should I saying I get it did he get arrested I'm saying he should have done it. he did get arrested for beating her with a Christmas tree I'm just saying she got off late. She called the cops afterwards. <laughs> Listen, he didn't hit you that hard if you called the cops. He hit you that hard if you called the cops. I'm just saying. <laughs> I also want to know what she made for dinner. <laughs> Did it get done? <laughs> what are people making in Lake County? Maybe he hit it with a tree because the dinner wasn't up to par. This this is also true. He's like, bro. He's like, bitch. I've been all day out in this lake doing whatever we do on lakes. Listen, and whoever that that guy, whoever's hiring that dude. You know, that dude's probably laying inside all day. Yo, he look, bro, he's like a fed up Ethan Hawk. I don't even know how to describe this shit. <laughs> he doesn't look kind of like, like Ethan Hawk. <laughs> he looked like the guy playing old Ethan Hawk in a movie a few years from now. I don't even know. Bro, <laughs> he just looks over it. And the tree just happened to be there, bro. I think he'd have beat her with anything. Oh, man. <laughs> I got one more Christmas story you want to end it on. A, do it, do it. Bro, Shorty in um in Texas was driving in the HOV lane. Uh, you yeah. know, that's like the carpool lane. Yeah, you got to have yeah. multiple people in there. She had a Grinch uh, uh, inflatable in the passenger <laughs> seat. <laughs> and she got pulled over for that shit. <laughs> Yo, I wonder, listen, when you do that shit, man, you got to have tinted windows. Yeah, bro, you can't fucking have you the Grinch. You can't put the fucking this Grinch This bitch does in the... not have to say when the black can see right through. It is most definitely the Grinch. I wonder if it was the cop that went up beside her and was like, oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> I love, they got a photo of the cop behind her on the highway, and you can see the Grinch sitting there like this, waving and shit. <laughs> and it's a fully inflated Grinch. Like, it's so dumb. Yeah, people do the dumbest shit. 
Yeah. For to, to to get away with something like so insignificant, like bro, why is you have to be in the H O V lane? I think we give people too much credit, bro. There's more stupidity than we realize. Like I think most people are dumb, and so and I'm convinced that a lot of us aren't smart. We're just not as dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you ever meet people and you go, "Did you just say that shit out loud?" Like, oh yeah, all, and that shit happens weekly, all the time, bro, all the time. And so I would say, like, I, I meet people like that all the time, and I'm and I used to be like, oh, maybe I'm a smart guy, and now I just go. I'm just not as dumb. Yep. Like, like, uh, there's levels to this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, man, on that, tell them where they can find. If you're not already following us at the Carbon Football Podcast on IG, the Carbon Football Podcast on YouTube, at Carbon FP Pod on Twitter, uh, TikTok, the Carbon Football Podcast, and then everywhere where uh, you listen to your music or your podcast, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Uh, Stitcher, TuneIn, Geo7, Amazon Music, all of it. We're on it. Uh, make sure you guys follow us on there. Uh, hit us up, leave a comment, rate it. Uh, let us know your favorite drinks and all that, man. Um, yeah, appreciate the support, man. Appreciate the love. Yo, and on that, as always, we appreciate you guys, but I want to leave you with one quote that I read uh, today from Seneca, which is like a. He's like a. F1 uh, driver? No. Oh. Seneca. Um, yeah, he's, he's a stoic. Okay. Okay. Historic guy. We suffer more in imagination than in reality. So when I read that today, I was just like, actually, I read it yesterday. And I was like, man, that's so true. Because a lot of shit that we think about, that we worry about, are not as serious as we imagine them to be in our minds. So take a step back. Right, like, 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 when we think shit is serious, it's not that serious, you know. If you if you get mad at work because something, you know, somebody did something that that was incorrect, like, while it may set you back a little bit, like, it's not that serious. Most of the things that we suffer through is in our minds, oh, and, yeah. and we make it a lot worse than it actually is. So the quote is: "We suffer more in imagination than in reality." So remember that, folks, through this holiday season, shit is not that serious. Yeah, it really isn't. Dude, I don't know why, but when you said that, I thought of a, a quote from uh, Diddy in one of the intros to his albums. He said, fuck your fuck dreams. Fuck dreams. <laughs> I don't know why. Just- <laughs> <laughs> fuck your dreams. This fuck is reality. Fuck your dreams. This is reality. <laughs> but that shit is so true, man. Like you said, you live in your own head sometimes. You can make the biggest thing out of the littlest thing, yep. or you could make uh, and and I'm in a negative way, but you could also make a big thing out of a little thing in a positive way, man. Yep. So absolutely, I love that, man. All right, on that, we will see you next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.